Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to another live episode of The Porcupine. I am Adam Nutter, your host. What's going on? Uh, sorry, guys. I'm in the middle of a of a argument with com- communist pedophiles on Twitter right now, so we're kind of dealing with that. <laughs> so constantly checking to see where we're on with that. But uh, besides fighting with commie pedos on Twitter, you guys can because you do comedy. Um, this upcoming Saturday, uh, our resident show at the Pop In, Chalfont, Pennsylvania, two shows, seven and nine thirty. Again, they're going to sell out. They're almost sold out already. Get your tickets now. Droptent.com/events. Uh, either show both they're both awesome same lineup this time it's gonna be a great time um, i'm gonna host a seven o'clock one so if anyone wants to come specifically see me come to the seven o'clock show i'll be hosting that one uh then december 18th i'm gonna be opening up for my buddy james saliva in lansdale pa uh shit i forgot where i have a brewery somewhere it'll be on my info uh then the 30th i'll be at rexy's in west collingswood new jersey's like northern new jersey so coming out to that and then I'm hitting the road pretty hard the start of 2022, like actual road stuff, like uh, traveling Texas, Cali, Florida. I want to try to get to uh, fucking Ohio, uh, New Hampshire. I have a bunch of good stuff coming up. So follow me on all that shit for all my stuff. And uh, yeah. Oh, I also go listen to Cult of Us, my comedy podcast. I know some of you guys like that. So go, go listen to that. Anything else? Droptent.com. All right. Enough of me. Guys, my guest for today. Uh, we met via the Mises way, I think, of Pennsylvania. I think one of those chats, I think. I'll give it up for my man, Kyle Matavik. Boom. What's up, guys? What's up, man? Thanks for joining me. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, I like the uh, arguing with commie pedos on uh, Twitter. And, and, you know, I don't think pedophiles get enough slack because, you know, they could always be just straight communists who killed a hundred million people. But, you know, if the worst they do is little kids, I guess it's not too bad. I, don't, I, don't, I, I was told in the same argument thread that uh, I posted a number. It was a meme, of course, it's a meme because, as I said to you off air, I refuse to engage these people with any type of intellectual argument <laughs> for my time or your time or any of our time. So I just hit it with memes. 100 percent i'll just meme them and they just keep trying to hit me with like things i think they're gonna hurt my feelings i just keep memeing them, memeing them, memeing them. so uh, i sent that one meme out where it was uh the flash kid doing the peace sign in front of the gravestone mm-hmm. and the gravestones uh you know 200 million dead from communism and then the kid doing the peace sign was like edgy marxist <laughs> <laughs> and then the kid wrote under that of course, typical bringing up the numbers of communism, saying like that was due to communism, but it was. <laughs> so yeah, well, well you know, we could always you could look at the glass half empty or half full. There's probably a large portion of those people who probably were communists, and uh, you know what they say: the only good kind of communist is a uh, yeah. <laughs> so and you know, it's sad that the rest of those people had to die, but you know, there's probably some communists bound up in there somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, that's again. That's the wild thing is like there. So, there, so the, the back. So I, I told you before listening to the back of this argument is uh, we just keep getting called libertarians every now and then. will get labeled as pedophiles because again, one dude I think from I think it was the nineties, the early two thousands, was at I think national convention. I think it was national convention, and he was a creep, a hundred percent. And he was like, I think we should 
focus more on the age of consent laws and lower it. And everyone's like, get the fuck out of here, you creep. Yeah, well, well, well to, just in case anybody couldn't tell, I was being completely sarcastic. But yeah, anybody who, who says shit like that, uh, you're going to get chased the fuck out of the room in a heartbeat. I mean, it's not like there's going to be any debate. No one's going to say, yeah, you know what? Those age of consent laws, I think that's the first thing on our plate. Let's go right for there. Dude, you will win nobody. You will convince nobody if you're leading with uh, age of consent laws. It's kind of like, and I don't want to knock on anybody necessarily, but uh, Jacob Hornberger last year, who's an awesome libertarian, mm-hmm. was uh, running on open borders and abolishing health care is like his main two things in like February, I think, of 2020. It's like, oh, uh, we kind of agree, but, you know, right. we're about to broaden this pandemic here. And nobody's going to want to hear that in, uh, you know, 2020. So that was, I was actually not an argument. I was actually having an actual conversation with someone yesterday on Twitter and he was a Republican dude and he was kind of being a dick, not a dick, snarky, I guess. And I was kind of being snarky back, but we weren't like being dicks, but his whole point was like, you know, well, libertarians don't win anything and, and this and that I'm like, and I was like, okay, but we're trying, especially like, you know, I'm like, you know, with the Mises caucus. And then he, this guy doesn't know what we stand for. The Mises caucus doesn't know what like a lot of libertarians stand for. And he just kept throwing out like fucking like, well, you guys believe in open borders. And I was like, not all of us, <laughs> you know, he's like, well, what's, what's the MC stance on open borders? I go, they don't have one. He's right. like, it's like, cause I'm like, we're not a fucking cult. We have, we're allowed to have individual mm-hmm. thought. I go, I'll tell you where I stand on open borders. I go personally right now. I'm like, I don't think we should just be letting everybody in. I mean, at one place in time, sure, maybe down the road, that'd be nice. But right now, it's unrealistic, right? I mean, let's look at where we are. It's, it's not yeah. like if we just take away the government tomorrow, all everything's going to be okay. It's going to be so much fucking of a shitstorm from just wiping all that out, you know? So it's like I personally, I, I, I'm kind of for and against them at the same time. And then, you know, he's like, oh, so libertarians believe in open borders. And I was like, okay, man, you just, <laughs> it's like, it's like, you don't, yeah, really we're, we're not having a conversation anymore <laughs> at this point. But, you know, th- this kind of goes to the heart of the, a lot of the issues that we've been seeing on Twitter lately, where you have people arguing about should police forcibly remove people oh, from yeah. playgrounds, or, you know, there's just some people suggesting you go strapped to a playground with your three year old daughter. <laughs> And like pull out a gun on a homeless dude. Like, do do you guys have any idea how that looks? Like, think about what you're doing and think about what you're saying. And I understand it's not perfectly libertarian to say, hey, let's send the police in to remove homeless people who won't stop jacking off on the park bench. Yeah, it's not perfectly libertarian, but we can't just say privatize the parks and then they're privatized. Like that there is a process, there's nuance to this. And if we're being stolen from, which we are to pay for police and to pay for them to supposedly maintain these public commons, then they might as well do the job that we're paying them for. Well, that, that's the thing. It's like, so I'm already being forced, right, to fucking pay taxes. So you would think, you know, they have to at least do their job. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like the whole, but this goes kind of back to the Rittenhouse thing, right? Where it's like, oh, so those cops who were paid a salary through the city, state, whoever, mm-hmm. were told to stand down and then just left. But you still <laughs> have to pay taxes because if you don't, you still go to jail. But they could, they don't have to fulfill their end. Yeah. Right? So it's like, yeah, so 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 of course we're going to have more written houses. Be like, well, I guess I'll have to handle this myself. And then, of course, fucking 
Rebel Without a Cause podcast chimes in. Is this commie retard free zone? <laughs> yes. Uh, it, 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 it is a commie free zone. I, I won't guarantee that second yeah, part. <laughs> I'm mostly the second part. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, for libertarians, then uh, to be fair, it's definitely not a retard free zone. No, commie, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, we got one thing going for us, right? But, you know, the Rittenhouse case was interesting. And I have a very, very good friend of mine who he leans left very, very hard. And after the Rittenhouse case, he it kind of red-pilled him. And there was a uh, friend of ours, a mutual friend, who bit on the mainstream narrative that he was out gunning down black people. Mm. And he got back to him and said, like, dude, there were no black people involved in this. Like, maybe they shouldn't be burning stuff down. And when I heard him say that, because – he stood up for black lives matter even when they would do bad things. And it's very interesting to see him mentally evolve. And that sounds condescending, but to see his kind of, you know, viewpoint expand beyond just oh, black lives matter. Good um, police, bad, you know, black and white to see him accept the greater nuance of it was really, really cool. And him and I have had a lot of conversations since then kind of surrounding the bigger political landscape. And it's good to see that he finally gets it and that he's not quite so bitten on the mainstream narrative. That is good. The other thing that concerns me is like, and we all know why, so we don't have to get into it, but yeah, right now the Maxwell trial is going on. And have you seen anything from Fox, CNN, MSNBC? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it's a, it's a complete total blackout because, and it's not like it's just like a Democrat or a Republican. Right. I mean, dude, this everybody. So if any one of these news networks airs it, I mean, it, it tanks everybody that's lying in their pocketbook. Like I said, it's not just hey, you know, Trump was hanging out on the island, Bill Clinton was there, Hillary Clinton was there, um, all these other names from you know, Israel, all these different countries, you know, that they'll probably off you just for talking about it at this point. But yeah, that, that's why they're not talking about it because everybody's in on this. I, I was just saying, I, I tweeted this out. So if anybody saw it, sorry, but like Alec Baldwin just accidentally almost killed one person, almost killed two people goes on TV, has a fucking uh, whole uh, expose about it, has all the social media up, all this stuff. Maxwell trial hit yet uh, started kept going and his name got dropped in that book deleted all the social media. You know it's funny. I'm pretty sure I got a news article sent to my phone saying that after a disastrous thing on the news or some interview that he did, he deleted his social media account. But they won't bring that part up. <laughs> of course not. But 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 yeah. he but he just deleted it like like mm-hmm. as in a day or two. Like it was. I'm pretty sure it was like a brand new delete. Uh the American Airlines CEO just mm-hmm. resigned today. I think he was named in that book. I'm not sure about him, but his name is Douglas Parker. I wish I could put the list up. Um, he just like Jack from Twitter resigned. Like when the trial, like a lot of like four or five major CEOs resigned, like right as the fucking uh, case started. Yeah, I mean, you know, correlation is not causation, but right. <laughs> when you see a lot of names and a lot of different people kind of moving around there, definitely makes you kind of bat an eye and wonder what the hell's going on here. And obviously, we'll never know the truth of it. And no one, you know, that has that kind of wealth, influence, or power is ever really going to dig it up. But, um, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I would like to know the truth of it and who all was involved and what exactly happened. But all we have is kind of 
some theories and you know little tidbits of truth but you know to be honest these people have probably done horrid things that we'll just never know here's what i think happens with this whole case first of all this case could go on probably for months but i already heard they're going to end it like in the week within the week Mm -hmm. so if that doesn't red flag you already because again the rittenhouse trial went on for longer (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying uh, so, yeah, and there was video evidence of Rittenhouse <laughs> unloading on some pedos. So, you know, it's, it's pretty clear cut. Like, there's a 10-minute video of Rittenhouse getting chased by a dude with, like, a Molotov cocktail. And then he guns the dude down. And the video's pretty fucking horrific, where you see the dude laying on his back. But, like, you know, fuck around and find out, dude. And then he's running down the street, and everybody's after him. And my whole point with all this is... What the fuck makes you think it's a good idea to chase a dude that is open carrying? <laughs> uh, this is so that question has been asked a lot, right? Obviously. Yeah. And I, 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 this is where I landed on it. And this is just bro science, Adam. I have no idea, right? <laughs> but I think they straight up didn't think anyone open carries would ever use a gun. They're like, this is like people don't get shot in America. This is, this is America still. And no one's going to shoot me in the street unless it's a cop, <laughs> you know? And then they were wrong. By the way, yeah. that scene of him twitching on the floor with a bullet hole in his head brings me immense joy. <laughs> because he was a pedophile, and all yeah. pedophiles deserve bolts in their fucking head. Absolutely, I know that's a yeah. controversial statement now yeah. <laughs> for some reason, but fuck that guy. Honestly, who gives a fuck? I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, fuck him. Um, so you're talking so, about the, uh, the yeah, so Gisley Maxwell trial. So, so, the, so the Maxwell thing. So... This is supposed to be wrapped up in a week. Where I think this goes is she'll go to jail because they, because even they know, oh, we have to throw someone under the bus for it. Like they can't let everybody. Someone's got to be the fall guy. Right. So she'll go down. She'll go down forever. And then she'll either get whacked or she'll just shut the fuck up. Right. And then uh, no one gets in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's probably the most legitimate explanation of it like uh once she kind of came out it was after jeffrey epstein um you know supposedly killed himself supposedly (laughs) supposedly that's that's a the key word there um it's kind of surprising that she got brought into it too but they're definitely looking to fucking bury it I, i mean we all know it that's the reason why none of the news is touching it they're just as soon as she goes to jail, she'll, you know, somehow stumble upon information that's gonna lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton and then end up like everybody else there and Hillary Clinton walk, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's 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 honestly very upsetting that like we we know that's gonna be the outcome of it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it is kind of like a black pill, and I it's I don't always like using that terminology, but it is pretty depressing that literally like the whole country pretty much knows like, Hey, there's no way a dude somehow killed himself in a jail cell where nobody committed suicide in the last 30 years. And the cameras somehow went off and that never happens. And there were no guards watching him as to where he was, you know, a high priority person. Like you're telling me all the stars align on just this one person and somehow you missed him committing suicide. Like, dude, nobody believes this. <laughs> I, I literally don't know any one single person that says, yeah, you know what? That totally seems legit. Yeah, it's really upsetting. Really upsetting. It's because uh, like, where do you go from there? 
like as a mm-hmm. society, like if we're like, but, but you have all the info and they're like, I know, but like, we don't care about you. And this is more <laughs> important to us. And you ain't going to do shit about it. And we're yeah. like, yeah, you're right. Well, it, it, it's pretty much it's, oh, well, you know, he has, uh, you know, the CEO of uh, Chase Bank on our, uh, you know, line in our pockets. So if, you know, if we really want to go down with this ship, then, man, our pocketbooks are going to be hurting for a while. We just, we we can't afford that. So, you know, we got to let this, uh, let this lady walk. Maybe she'll die or something in prison or she'll hang out there for a few years and then she'll walk. And I don't know, maybe we'll go hang out down at Mar-a-Lago, but, you know, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> What do you what do you, do you think? So you think the same thing is going to happen then? Oh yeah, absolutely. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, there's no way that they're going to you know hang anybody for this. You know, people of our persuasion would want to see justice for this. Like, put her in a cage, throw away the key in a room with no windows, and let them suffer for the rest of their life. But uh, you know, it, it's it's just not going to turn out that way. There's there's no way. And amongst the uh, the elite and powerful, there's no appetite for them to put away the people who more than likely line their pocketbooks. I think um, uh, there has been some white pills along the way with the Maxwell thing, right? I think that's fair to say. I, I don't sure. You know, uh, I think another big wipe, which is important for us, like oh, for absolutely. us who are, who are already, you know, gone in one end, we're like, this is all corrupt. Yeah. A lot of people again are seeing like the oh shit, this is this is fucked up. Like these people hurt children, and then like no one's talking about it, you know. So that's good. Another big white pill that we got not not from the same case, but just a, a white pill in general is uh, all this vaccine stuff. But I gotta be careful what I say now. <laughs> I don't want to get fucking pulled. But like yeah. all the force stuff, you know. You had you had like moderate liberals who were all along with the science. And we're all along with the shots and and all this, 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 this. And then you see like, you know, Australia, Austria, Germany, New York. <laughs> and then people are like those same moderate liberals who never believe what we had to say. We're like, hey, I don't think we should be segregating people from society. Like if, if they don't want to get it, that seems, that seems kind of fucked up. You have regular people saying this now. Right. And that's a very, very important point. Um one of the first videos I did when I first started kind of coming out on YouTube was about uh, the vaccine mandates and their popularity. And this article made me laugh because they surveyed 800 people and they said, well, Americans are split on vaccine passports, like 50, 50. I'm like you surveyed 800 people in a country of 330 million people. You want to say people are split. Like my workplace as an auto mechanic leans heavy, heavy, right. None of these people, a lot of them are vaccinated, but none of them favor vaccine passports. All the left people that I know of really don't favor them either. I mean, they're not quite as staunchly against them as you or I would be. But the appetite is not there for this kind of authoritarianism. And I think a lot of people are seeing the naked authoritarianism for what it is at this point. Um, They kept floating out this trillion dollar spending bill. I'm I'm going to apologize for my dog down there chewing on the ball. (laughs) If you hear the air. I was like, like, is a pug having a stroke in there? What's happening? (laughs) That's why I don't remember Australian Shepherd. Get out of here. All right. Um, but people don't have an appetite for this authoritarianism that's kind of come down the pipes. So they float out these multi-trillion dollar um, 
infrastructure bills, a build back better plan. And they just keep getting knocked down, knocked down, knocked down. Because after 2020, where Trump signed away all the stimulus and the eviction moratoriums and the generous unemployment benefits, um, people initially didn't mind it because, hey, look, we're out of work. So hell, might as well take a paycheck and go on a shopping spree over to China, you know, send all our goods there. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, let the good times roll. And now we're seeing all the consequences of that, right? You can only double the debt for apparently 25 years. And then people finally say, all right, well, you know, now the emperor has no clothes. We're seeing inflation. So the appetite's not there for it. People don't want this. People are standing up and speaking out against it. So, you know, they tried to float out the ideas and people said, we just don't want it. We don't want anything to do with this anymore. I see. I, I think a major problem, unfortunately, is like you just said, like, oh, 20 years, people got white pilled. Right. But it's been 20 years and it's too late by then. That's that's the issue. And like, I don't know how to crack that because you, me, fucking Dave Smith on down. You know, we all try to talk for the normal group consensus of people. And you still. Yeah. Some people like, oh, shit, I get it now. But how many fucking people still are like. I don't see what's going on. I don't see the problem. I don't see your problem with printing money. I don't see your problem with the fucking force facts, a mandate stuff. I don't see your problem with this. It's like, okay, you don't now, you don't now. And then five years when you do, guess what, brother? You're fucked. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's way too late. But you know what? There's something to be said for the mainstream news kind of dying off because if there is one good thing about Trump, but if you look through my Twitter feed, you'll see nothing but me completely railing on him because I, I just, uh, he he failed on all the fundamental promises that he made, and he, he knew. Th- yeah, oh, he was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Uh, I I tweeted the other day that uh, one of my favorite things in the world was him saying wrong, wrong. So funny. Yeah, like, and- sh- sh- I'm sorry, I'm gonna forget if I oh, said uh, yeah. Shane Gillis has a bit like uh, he was on a special, but I mean I, I saw him yeah. working it before a special, where he's like, I don't give a fuck how, where you fall politically. He's legitimately funny. <laughs> oh my god, he I- is. I remember watching before he was elected him talking about our uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, I'd love to sue Rosie O'Donnell just so I could take money out of her fat ass pockets. Like I was, I was fucking rolling. When, when they went, you hate women. He went wrong. I hate Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, what? What the hell was it? Uh, Hillary Clinton said to him in the debates, "Oh, I, you know, I'd hate for someone like Donald Trump to have the nuclear buttons, the key from the nuclear buttons." Yeah, well, you'd be in jail. Yeah, you're such a mean woman. <laughs> like his fucking one-liners were perfect, and I said it right from the get-go. He was totally unpresidential, but like, yeah. dude, it was perfect though because he was fucking hilarious and especially no as a comic i'm like how would i handle this and i'm like no i would probably just roast him too (laughs) (laughs) but but so that speaks to a really important issue though and ron paul i think had the same kind of energy to him at least from what i hear from people who were kind of around for that 2008 2012 kind of deal where it was fun to go to a political event right i've seen so many videos of trump rallies of you know just thousands of people all there lined up listen to music, and they're celebrating like a cultural phenomena, right? Because that's essentially what Trump was. He brought the America first, make America great again, uh, MAGA, protectionist culture to the Republican Party at large, and they embraced it, right? They no longer wanted the Jeb Bush and the big government, although Trump was a big government guy. He campaigned as a anti-war small government guy, right? 
So he brought that culture to the Republican Party and they adopted it. But um, going into 2022 and 2024, I think we have a very, very similar opportunity where if we get good libertarians out there or you know, even if there's liberty Republicans who are good about stuff, I'm a lot more skeptical of that, full disclosure. But um, if yeah, if, if there's good libertarians out there, and I think there are, then we can do the same thing. We can make politics and the political realm kind of a fun thing where it can be a cultural phenomenon. I, I totally think that's a doable thing. And in fact, I think that's the only way that we can do it because look at how the left maintained power for so long. They took the culture. They took the yeah. universities. So, you know, we have to play – we have to take a note from their book because no one can deny that they've been effective at it. So part of the reason why I started my podcast is because as a fitness guy, as a mechanic, um, you know, hopefully a father soon, um, I want to bring – libertarianism you know i, I want to bring more culture to libertarianism i want to make people feel like they're excited to be a libertarian but that's not like the only thing that they are right i'm a musician i'm a mechanic um i'm an athlete i'm a certified personal trainer um, my family's Stop been in the bragging. automotive business. I'm none of those things. <laughs> <laughs> my family's been in the automotive business for you know probably almost 100 years now and i'm a libertarian I want every libertarian to be the most impressive person out there. So that way people who aren't libertarians see us and think, wow, you know what, what, you know, what else is, is there about them? You know, we got to bring that forward. So that way, once again, more people want to be libertarians. Cause you don't look at, you know, the, the loser brigade and think that they're inspirational people that you want to be like, right. <laughs> you know, I'm sure they're good on stuff, but, you know what I'm saying. Well, you're in the PA groups. Do you see what's going on with that Stroops guy, Vincent Stroops guy? No, I missed it. Oh, he's I'm, I'm posting. Uh, <laughs> he's po He asked if there's any like incriminating evidence, like against the Mises people, and for pictures of it. And like he's going around like posting all this shit, and, and like the Liberty groups in PA openly is asking for it. So of course people trolled him back, you know, for fake accounts. And, and uh, then I weirdly got a follow by uh it was called like fuck i, I just blocked it because oh it's I, uh mises caucus exposed i think it was it. mises caucus yeah. exposed and oh dude as soon as yeah as soon as i got the follow from that i tweeted i'm like oh man this is gonna be good <laughs> i thought that might have been one of us trolling again because we you know mm. uh we have their account <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so i thought it was it was that um and then I, I, I that's why I sent the, 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 that question. I was like, hey, is this before I block this? <laughs> is this one of you guys, or is it like, should this like actually be blocking? And they're mm -hmm. like, no, it's not. I was like, all right, so I blocked it. Um, but then you had, uh, what's your face? Uh, asking for strands of hair from like Angela and Heist and Karen, Karen Ann, uh, Jackie yeah. Perry. Yeah, I saw that, dude. That's legitimately like deranged lunatic behavior, and yeah. we're the bad guys. Dude, imagine yeah. you, me, or Heist, or any of us put on a public Facebook group. Hey, can you, if you guys could gather up some hairs from yeah. some of your uh, events, um, I'll pay for it. We would be blasted as everything under the sun negative. Everything. And then I can't be like, you guys are fucking retarded. Because then I'm the bad guy. <laughs> like, if I fucking do that. Also, simultaneously, I'm also doing fucking comedy at the fucking PA State Convention for everybody. <laughs> so I have to fucking try to play, like, fair because I want to be a dick and people hate me at the convention. <laughs> so it's like, 
you got a reputation to maintain because you're not a piece of shit. <laughs> I, I I can't remember where I posted it, but I said, man, if there's a market for hair, look, I don't really have all that much left. I got some beard, but like if there's a market for it, I'll sell it. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Are you going to clone me? It'd be the most useless clone ever. Yeah, my God. It's yeah, like, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm a fucking douchebag already. Jesus Christ, you'd want another? Fuck. Yeah, right? It's like, dude, I suck. <laughs> you gonna want me again? Did you yeah. want bitch about working? Why? <laughs> yeah, man, like, like you know, we always joke about libertarians and autistic screeching, but like, my God, you want to add to that? What the fuck is wrong with you? It's like, what, your clone's gonna smoke a lot of pot and play a lot of video games. I don't know. <laughs> if that's what you want, I guess, then I guess clone me. But if not... I mean, yeah, you see, I don't do the marijuana, unfortunately, but like, you know, if you got Crown Royal, my God, I'll drink that till I can't even fucking walk straight anymore. <laughs> fucking Shannon, no more nutters. Fuck you, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want more Robbie Bernstein's? I'm, I, by the way, I am towers above Robbie in height, okay? I'm six feet only, and he's, I'm taller than most libertarians. <laughs> Are you serious? So I have this weird thing where I think I'm about six feet tall as well. Yeah. I think everybody is like just as tall, if not taller than me. I remember when I met Scott Horton at the uh, Take Human Action, uh, Take Human Action Bash, and uh, I'm like, my God, this dude's tiny. Like I thought he was gonna be like, but Dave's no. tall. Uh, that's kind of it. I, mm -hmm. I don't know how many of these people you met, but like, I've been doing comedy a lot, of, like a lot of these events, and I get to meet these people. And I am either eye level or looking down at most people. <laughs> and I'm only six feet tall. I am yeah. not that tall. You know, I'm just like very, I guess technically slightly above average height like you. But like, yeah. even like people like, right, like, anybody who's not like Dave or anybody like that. Like, yeah, like there are some, like Matt Hackenberg, uh, PA guy. He's fucking mm -hmm. like six, six or six. Oh but his wife's gosh. like fucking five foot. So it counterbalances <laughs> his tallness with her. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, you know, I um, my fiance and her family—they're all like freaking ridiculously tall. So when I go into their house, it's it's kind of weird. Um, uh, I, I broke one of the light things in my bathroom, and, and it took me a while to recognize why my fiance said it. her dad's like six six. It's like I just asked my dad about what size those lamps are, and like it didn't hit me. And then I thought about it like a couple days later. I'm like, ah, <laughs> right. Dude, isn't that the most annoying thing? Be like being six feet and still having to look up at people. Yeah, it's so emasculating. Yeah, <laughs> like so. Like uh, again, my my guy I do all my comedy stuff with my buddy Neil Wood. He's six five. Oh Jesus Christ! And it's so annoying because I'm six feet and I have to be like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> oh, dude, that's that's like the worst fucking thing in the world because you know I'm like I am this big jacked libertarian, and then like even if there's like just somebody that's taller than me and they're skinnier, I'm like. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, man. Immediately, <laughs> like, I'll keep my eye on you. But also, being in a room with libertarians is like, and I mean this lovingly, it's like being in a room with just a bunch of autistic people. It's, like, <laughs> it's why, did you ever see a bunch of libertarians try to fuck a chick? Oh, God. No. No. I, I couldn't even imagine. Let me tell you something. Listen, I'm married, so that shit's done for me, right? Yeah. If I was single, though, I could clean up because <laughs> all you have to do is not be bad at talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, that's uh, I feel a similar way because I'll be getting married next November. Yeah, you're done. But, but yeah, like yeah. I look at some of these other guys who are libertarians and this kind of goes once again back to the reason why I started my podcast. I'm like, man, like 
we got to clean house a little bit. Like you guys need to pick up 12 rules for life and breeze through that. Clean up your fucking room. Like, go deadlift till you puke I, or something. I'm not saying you should have to throw a 40 yard, 50 yard spiral. I, I get it. We all can't do that. Okay. Like mm-hmm. I grew up playing football. It's different. I'm not saying, but like I was, I was watching it like a nature documentary. I removed myself <laughs> from the situation. Right. And I was like, it was, it was like five or six dudes trying to fuck like one or two liberty libertarian chicks. And I was like, Oh, the male libertarian tries to mate with the female libertarian. You know, it was like a lot of just bad jokes, a lot of stuttering, a lot of sweat, a lot of flop sweat. <laughs> a oh, lot of- no. I was like, guys, just be cool. Yeah, I always room- wanted to, I, I, I wanted to be the Cyrano and like hide behind like a garbage can and be like, Tell her she tell laugh at her joke. Just laugh at her joke. Yeah. Even if it's not funny, just laugh at it. <laughs> laugh at the joke. Stop saying you're pretty. Stop saying you're pretty. <laughs> yeah, like like stand upright or something, you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the fuck is wrong with you? I I couldn't even imagine. That's Dude, but... at, at one point I got them all to start doing karate kicks. Cause I was like, I wonder how I wonder if I can just <laughs> I wonder if I could interject myself and make it fun for me now. <laughs> I just I walk in there and be like, I bet you guys couldn't kick because everyone was drunk. So I was like, I bet you guys couldn't oh kick my your chest. And we're like, I can kick up my chest. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can imagine. This is just like... <laughs> it's like giving kids fucking dynamite. Jesus Christ. Like, I have no idea what the fuck they're doing. It's just, all right, you are going to try to kick above your chest. Here's a shot. Now try and balance that as well. Dude, I felt like a Let's fucking see. Jedi. I was like, you'll all kick above your chest and embarrass yourselves. They're like, we're going to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's fucking oh, great. I'm going to throw my fucking hood on. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Good. Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> I love them to death. I love all those guys. Mm-hmm. Of them they're my autistic brothers and sisters <laughs> oh absolutely yeah and see it never comes from a place of like uh you know fuck these guys it's like we want you to be better because once again this goes back to the whole theme of we want more libertarians we want better libertarians and how do we do that you got to be more impressive people because then you'll be more con you, you'll be more convincing you don't see i, I don't want to say any names uh, i'm very tempted to but <laughs> there's certain people who you see the way they look and it's like, dude, nobody cares. Nobody even wants to hear a single word. You have to say like, you're never going to make anybody else convinced of your ideas. If you're not like at least confident in them. And if you walk around you know, just not threatening at five foot three, then it's, no, dude, just nobody's going to listen There's to you. There's actually something to that. I remember the FBI a few years ago did a profile on like um, cop killers, and they asked them like, "Why did you kill the cop? Like, why did you? You know?" And besides the like, I wanted to get away. <laughs> besides that answer, a lot of it was like, "Oh, I thought I could because the uniform looks like shit." Is uh. Like you know, you, you, oh, the uniform had like stains. On, they look, they look, they took care of themselves. Like all mm-hmm. these things, and I'm like, oh, that translates to everything, though. Like absolutely, yeah. Look good, present yourself good. Like uh, I'll even admit, very recently, I did a fucking stupid fucking thing. Um, 
I did the fucking this is a few months ago. I did the Mises Virginia gig, mm-hmm. and I forgot to pack like a nicer shirt. So I had to wear just like one of my fucking dumb like you know tees with like I think it was Alice in Wonderland. It was Alice with the uh, all tattoos. <laughs> oh yeah, punk rock, punk rock Alice. And I remember watching the video back. I'm like, I kind of look like shit here on stage. Cause like, you know, my pants are like low, my shirt's coming. Cause I, I, I fucked up. Like I forgot to pack a better shirt. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, but I fucking should just bought a new shirt. <laughs> I should just bought a new shirt. <laughs> All right, so like, I always make sure like if, if I, if I'm in a public place, like especially doing comedy or, or, or whatever the fuck, you know, like I want to look presentable. I want people to look at me and be like, Oh, that guy has his shit together. Or like he looks like he has his shit together at least. Like like now you know like oh what he's saying sucks, but he looks good. Whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever the case may be. But like you're a musician, so I feel like that has to translate a little bit to you also in a certain way. Oh, absolutely. Well, you have to really plan for success, and it sounds so cliche, but it's absolutely true. Um, you know, if I don't bring an extra pair of strings, I guarantee you that's going to be the night that I break a string, and that that has happened before. And thank God, you know, the other guitar player in my band had an extra guitar with them because I didn't prepare one, but you didn't have another one. You know, if you're not prepared for something and you know, you don't think like I'm so anal about um, preparing for stuff. I literally have everything we're going to eat tomorrow already planned out. And I put in my lunchbox. I got the lunchbox right beside the door. Um, The alarm clock goes off at four o'clock every single morning. I get up, I take my pre-workout. I walk on the treadmill. I get my workout in. I take my shower come upstairs, let the dogs out, feed the dogs, feed myself, take them for a short walk, get to work. I mean, I prepare pretty much every single day, the day before. And if I don't, then it's, it's frustrating to me, but you know, you need to kind of get into that momentum of you just always have to be ready to execute at all times. And one of the greatest sayings ever, it's another cliche, but you know, a man with no plan is no man at all. But you know, that's why everything I do, I always got, you know, clothes pretty much for a show in the back of my car. You know, obviously, you know, they don't sit there for months, months at a time. I wash them. (laughs) um, You know, I'm just always prepared the gear for um, every gig that we play is generally in my trunk as well. So, you know, it's just always be ready for the moment. There's a, I've told this joke before, but it's worth telling to any actual musician. Um, You guys and actors are expected in the entertainment world. Right in all the scope of all entertainment, actors and musicians are up here, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are respected by everybody universally somehow. Then it's everything else, mimes, clowns, comedian. <laughs> <laughs> we are the least because here's 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 why. How many people have come up to you after your show and went like, "Oh, I could do that." I don't think any. Okay. <laughs> it happens quite often with us. Uh, <laughs> happens quite. Everybody thinks it's so easy to just go up and tell, because like I'm the funny guy in my office. Not the same, Craig. Not the same. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, honestly, like, I've, I've watched a lot of comedy. Uh, one of my favorite comedians, although he's like completely politically different from me, Alonzo Bowden. I think he is just one of the funniest fucking dudes Steve. ever. But um, when you watch a comedy special um nobody understands what it's like to be the focus of an entire room and it did actually take me a while even when i started playing in bands to kind of get used to that of being the guy in the spotlight 
So, you know, you could sit there and say, oh, yeah, I'm a good ball buster at work and everybody laughs at everything I say. Well, you don't know what it's like when you kind of have to broaden that interaction where it's not just you and one other person. Now it's you and 25, it's you and 50, it's you and 300 people and you got to be on point. And I couldn't imagine bombing. The only similar thing that I've probably had, um, and I'm so ashamed to admit this and I I feel so bad because even my drummer kind of busted my balls a little bit about it. Um, We host these shows called rock for life, right? Well, it's a big charity event and for the one that we normally headline, like we are the last band on the last day. Um, there's normally well over 500 people there in this field in the middle of nowhere. It's this giant, like 40 foot stage. I got so pissed drunk. I drank nine white claws and like a whole bottle of Jameson. And I tried to play and the show went like good enough. And I saw videos. I'm like, Holy shit. I didn't know I could play that good drunk, but still like my, a couple other of my bandmates messaged me the next day. They're like, dude, please don't get drunk when we play shows like that. So that's like the closest thing I got to bombing. And like people were sending me pictures and videos and there I am standing on stage. I got the bottle of Jameson down the hatch. <laughs> yeah. That, that's um a young comic thing. A lot of young comics get fucking lit up before they go on stage because <laughs> they're like nervous. And I'm like, you yeah. guys are going to fucking eat dick. Mm-hmm. You're going to eat dick. In fact, uh good friend of mine, he he opens for me now when I go on the road and stuff like that. Uh, my buddy Blaze, mm-hmm. he would constantly go up with like four or five beers in him and just eat shit. I'm like, hey man, stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, no one, you're never gonna get better if you. I'm like, you just gotta figure it out, dude. I'm like, just go up there and be nervous then, but just don't get drunk because it fucks you up your whole brain. You know, like. I don't drink anymore, so it doesn't really bother. But like you know, I'll smoke weed before a show, but it's not the same. Like I don't get high; I just get like loose. I'm not even nervous anymore. I've been doing comedy for fucking nine years, so I don't yeah. get nervous anymore doing comedy. It's just like you still—it's still a show. You still want to do a good job. And you still don't want to, yeah. you know. So I'm like, oh, let me just fucking smoke. I'll just be calm, and then I'll, I'll feel good, and I feel over loose and lack, you know, relaxed going out. But that's my biggest, I think, uh, advice for any young enter- entertainer. Really, don't get fucked up and go do your thing. Oh my it's god, be bad. Yeah, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've tried to like play guitar in my room by myself, completely pissed drunk, and it never goes good. And that doesn't change when you're not in your house. <laughs> you know, when you go up on stage completely fucked up, it, it will be bad. And, you know, you may be able to get away with it once or twice. And there are those outliers that just no matter what they do, they're always on point. You're better off assuming that you're not one of those, and you're better right. off assuming that no matter what, you're right. gonna fuck up so you know you should try and bring your a game every single time yeah i'm like you're not fucking doug stanhope you're not ron white fucking go you're you're a two-year open mic comic go do your fucking joke like mm-hmm. don't you know you're not gonna get you don't get ripped it, it's so fucking annoying it's <sighs> and then like they, when they finally figured it out like oh you were right no shit guy <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it's like the uh, the same thing. You know, our parents were probably right about a lot of stuff, and we just, uh, you know, no, you don't get it. And then it's like, you know, three or four years later, you're like, oh, well, fuck, maybe well, I should have listened. It, it, it's so funny because, like, now, you know, I, I, I take him with me to open because he's doing so much better. You know, he's doing a lot better than he ever yeah, was good. before. And it's funny because it's like, uh, again, Neil, my buddy Neil was like, uh, he's like, yeah, because you stopped drinking before you went on stage, so your sets are better. He's like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, bro. We both told you that. It's like just fucking listen, you dummy. Uh, 
what was the other music thing I was going to say? Music, music, music. I oh, will get back to it. Um, wh- oh, not music at all, re- 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 related at all. I want to hey, okay. for uh, the Tho Bishop thing because we were talking about like Republicans and uh, the Libertarian stuff and like yeah. a lot of Liberty related. Okay, I know it's so far from comedy music. I'm sorry, everybody. I, this mm. show has no fucking se- segues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are where we are. That's how my brain works. Don't get CT and smoke weed. I don't fucking know what to mm. tell you. Uh, Obviously, there's been a lot of back and forth on Twitter in the last three to four days about like uh, uh, though being like, oh, you guys should just join the GOP because you guys will never win in the LP. Uh, and then like the whole Shane Hazel thing recently with him and the whole Marjorie Green Taylor thing. The, I understand their point when they're like, you guys don't win anything important, which we don't. That's true, right? All we win is local stuff, which is important, but it's not nationally important. So I understand what he's saying. So he's like, we'll just jump on the bandwagon. Okay. But the majority of the GOP are fucking cowards. They didn't stop the lockdowns. They didn't stop any of the fucking Fauci stuff. They didn't stop any of the mandates. They didn't stop anything. They did nothing. 80 House Republicans just signed a bill to make set up a fucking national vaccine database. So when when you have Tho being like, you guys should just join. Why would I align myself with that? which is diametrically, I think I used that word, right? Opposed <laughs> to what I feel morally and, and legally and whatever the fuck you want to say. Right? Yeah. Well, I had Tho on my show and if you listen to it, I, I sound even more retarded than normal because he is very, very good in his way of selling the, um, the GOP route to the skeptical libertarian from the skeptical libertarian. So um, if anybody wants to check that out. That's a good name for a podcast, out. by the way. What's that? Skeptical libertarian. Is that a podcast? That's a good name for a podcast. <laughs> <if it is. laughs> Maybe it is. Yeah, that would be a good what, one. But, uh, that's fine. You know, I'm trademark. <laughs> skeptical <laughs> libertarian. <laughs> but uh, um, I, I like Phil a lot, and he does say a lot of good stuff. And initially, I was kind of like, man, fuck this guy. You know, he says the libertarian party's no good fuck him and then you know after a while you begin to see why some people may have that bias against the libertarian party but um i i agree the gop comes with a lot of baggage and none of them are ready to and not that i'm expecting them to stand up and disavow trump but none of them want to say that look trump utterly failed in 2020 as the guy who's supposed to be the outsider he utterly failed because as usual with his whole presidency, he talks a good game. And then as soon as it comes time to actually put your, you know, your balls on the table and say, mm-hmm. this is the way it's going to be. He just bellied up every single time and signed on to every single spending bill. He never ended the wars. Um, he drastically increased the uh, drone striking program, you yeah. know, to the tune of over 400% where he killed more people by drone strikes in one year than Obama yeah. did in eight years which is i mean as a dude who campaigned on being a war skeptic dude that's bad so fast forward to 2020 um he criticized georgia for not locking down he criticized sweden for not locking down and then still to this day he's saying that he saved 100 million lives by pushing operation warp speed platformed fauci you never hear him criticize fauci Uh, so you know where's this Where's the appeal to libertarians? And I understand that the GOP may be good on some things, 
but you know, you don't give us a lot to go off of to be faithful on. You know, you guys signed on to all this spending, you signed on to all the stimulus checks, you signed on to the uh, you know, the eviction moratoriums, and yeah. it, it there's a certain there's a certain um, comedic piece of Marjorie Taylor Greene trying to impeach Joe Biden for the eviction moratorium. Who signed that into law? And didn't you guys all make a big stink about them trying to impeach Trump of ridiculous stuff? Right. Like, look, your dude signed in the eviction moratorium, and now you want to impeach the Democrat president. Like, this is just clearly partisan lines, which, okay, partisanship can be a useful tool sometimes. Uh, that's a very, very small amount of times. But, like, you know, if you're going to be partisan, at least make sure that, like, the shit that you're swinging for doesn't come back to hit you right in your own fucking face. It's it's I mean, the last five years have literally just shown that's all they care about is whatever mm. they believe, because no one, there's really no talking with each other. That's done, dude. That shit's gone forever. I think it really just becomes now a battle of who can control more. There really is no more talking to each other. That shit's like, right. I, 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 again, I, I feel like even for like a lot of just people who aren't into politics, who aren't actually a politician like you and I, even we see a lot of people like, like so off there before where you're like, dude, fuck you. I don't want to fucking engage with you. You know, because, like, you do nothing for me. And it's like, but that's another person in this country that has an opinion. And we're like, nah, fuck you. Because that's what they kind of did to us. And on purpose, I'm sure it's designed that way on purpose to make us fight, right? It's pretty obvious. Uh, I, I just still don't agree with, like, just going to the GOP route. Yeah, and I'm fairly in touch with the base, at least so I'd like to believe. Once again, as a blue-collar guy, a guy who works, you know, 45 to 60 hours a week and you know freaking cadillac dealership like dude i strictly work with boomer cons these guys really don't care about those issues that you know that the gop is supposed to be about they really don't care it's not a principled stance the only reason why they oppose big government now is because it's not their guy in charge and right. if trump was president we'd still see the spending. We'd still see the inflation. And honestly, we'd probably see the vaccine mandates as well because just, once again, listen to any of the interviews he's given. He will sidestep the question of vaccine mandates. He'll say, oh, I prefer freedom, but the vaccine saved 100 million lives that everybody should go get vaccinated. In fact, if I was president, it was the greatest vaccine ever. There'd be no protests about the vaccines. He's a fucking vaccine salesman at this point. So once again, there's not a lot for the GOP to offer. Now, I understand there's perceived legitimacy to the GOP. Okay, I'll grant you that. But that's kind of changing. Um, the Libertarian Party is starting to win locally. And, you know, if we cannot win, you know, let's say nationally or even federally or, um, you know, on a state level, then maybe we can be that difference. Maybe we can essentially primary these people where we say, look, if you're not going to be good on the issues that we want you to be good on, then we're going to steal every last little vote from you and we will we will break you. And if you think about it, that's kind of what Shane Hazel did. And, you know, hats off to that dude for just giving the finger to the man. And I that's that's impressive, dude, you know, to just to have Rand Paul and Mike Lee call you and to tell them both like ain't happening. Like, but you know what? That there's something to be said there because David Perdue only had a 20% constitutional voting record. Like right. this dude is garbage. So are we just supposed to say, all right, well, you know, this is the GOP. This is what we have to put up with. No, 
the point of the Libertarian Party, and at least the way that I see it, is that these people closely or most closely align to my values. I'm going to support them. I'm going to vote for them. I'm going to go door knocking for them. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that these people are heard and that the message of liberty is spread. And that's not happening in the GOP. Basically, they're telling you, well, just vote for the GOP guy because uh, they're not as terrible as the Democrats. Well, well, they are. Maybe, really. Yeah, it, because either they have enabled it or they have been completely helpless in stopping it. So, you know, unless they're going to do what they say they care about or campaign on stuff that we care about, then no. No, screw you. And it's not that I'm biased to the LP. It's just the GOP has been so horrible. I don't feel compelled to do yeah. anything for them. No, no, like I said, like like when you you mentioned it a lot with the trust. So my, even my wife, like she's more right leaning than libertarian. You know, like she was. Sure. And then I was like, hey, listen, you're so anti lockdown and mandates, but who who helped? Did, I'm like, did your did you guys stop it? Did you did your team attempt to stop? Not even once did they attempt to stop it. Which leads me to believe they're in on it. Right. And the other thing was is that Trump would have bailed out every single one of those states. And really, the realistic thing to do would have been, if you lock down, you need to go to your populace and tell them, look, we're going to raise your taxes mm -hmm. to pay for the lockdowns because we had to shut down the economy because COVID's going to kill absolutely everybody. The mommies, the goldfish, the babies, the trees, right, whatever. But they won't do that. They'll bail them out. So once again, now the states who stayed open to Ron DeSantis, Christy Noem's credit, they stayed open. Um, there's no incentive for them to stay open or for other states to necessarily open if they know that, well, we could shut it down and virtue signal to our voters to stay home and we're going to send you free money. So, you know, why be responsible? It, it's it's such like a self-licking ice cream cone that just it, it, COVID's just the gift that keeps on giving because you keep handing out free money to everybody. And anytime anything wrong happens, you can just blame it on COVID instead of taking responsibility for being a piece of shit and shutting down your state. That's why I only really give shout out credit to what's your face, Christy Nome. Mm -hmm. She's the only true governor who said, We are never shutting down. And right. they're the only one. And everyone's like, Florida, Texas, dude, they shut down. They did, yeah. Like they shut down. It was only her who was like, Nope. We ain't doing it. And then staff through the media shitstorm, staff through, I'm sure, the political shitstorm in her state. And she's like, nope. And their numbers are fucking fine. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's the funniest part is that all the states that didn't lock down, dude, they look no different when you look at the numbers. And everybody knows Tom Woods, but he did absolutely uh, phenomenal work on uh, the lockdowns and kind of pointing out what a hoax that was. And we know that diet and exercise plays a huge role in overall mortality. And I had a friend, a leftist friend, arguing with me once. Well, we've been telling people to, you know, eat right and exercise for years now, and nobody does. I'm like, okay. So right. you just said it yourself. Now you take your own risk in your own hands. If you're not willing to improve your health, guess what? Pay the fucking consequences. Just don't tell me I have to pay for your consequences. If you choose yeah. to eat like shit, and not exercise and not take steps to you know better your health risk is on you dude good luck 100 i agree it's it's, it's also and you see all these companies being like we'll give you two crispy cream donuts for for you if you get this <laughs> like i've seen these counterintuitive yeah that's like, that's like offering someone aids blood if they're 
trying to cure AIDS. <laughs> like, you want some AIDS mm-hmm. blood in your blood? It's like, no, man, I already have enough AIDS blood in my blood. <laughs> like, oh, okay, we thought that might help. <laughs> yeah, go to the nursing, go to the nursing homes and tell them to keep sleeping around. You know, that's where uh, the most STDs are transferred. So, yeah, hey, you know, don't offer them protection. Tell them you'll give them a softer bed or something. <laughs> uh, my my boyfriend and love of my life, Dickie Walnut, says uh, BRCC sucks, by the way, because I think they criticized uh, um, the Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I can't say I've followed them that much. I do like their coffee, so you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. I disagree with their stance about Kyle Rittenhouse, if I remember correctly. I don't know specifically, but if I do remember correctly, I think they were kind of on the wrong side of that. They were, which is uh, wild. That uh, right, a company full of veterans. Yeah, would be like he was in. Like what? <laughs> yeah, did what? what, what did, up. Like you were sponsored by Steven Crowder, who yeah is a fucking neocon, but like you know, you guys would think you'd be on like the right side of that, but apparently not. So I just like the coffee, man. Hands up, don't shoot. <laughs> you hear that, Dickie? He just likes the coffee, okay? Jesus. Are you can do that if you want Folger shirt. You don't know what Folger's yeah. Matt uh Skelton's Folger has in their closet, Dickie, all right? You don't know. Imagine Folgers were just like we were actually with the Holocaust. <laughs> yeah. Full disclosure. Jeffrey Epstein loved our coffee. He said it really wound him up before he, uh, you know, started doing the things he was doing. D- Dickie says they also gave money to Democrats, but he's like, I'm wearing my old army shirt right now, so who am I to say? <laughs> All right, Jesus Christ, man. If you want me to do a strip tease on the fucking show, I'll do it. I'm not, a not really. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all for uh, gay male nudity. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, dude, you want. I, I, I'm, I, I won't go there. Maybe, maybe we won't. Uh, okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Dude, isn't that such a fucking dumb straight guy thing? We're like, I'll show you how gay I am. <laughs> it's like a oh, my guy. God. Yeah, dude, I would have coworkers all the time, man. I will out-gay you any day of the week. I'll fucking beat your dick off with both hands. Dude, it's like gay. I'm like, I will win gay chicken. I'm like, doesn't that make you gay? Like, I don't care. That's not the competition. <laughs> I'll kiss that dude in his mouth. I'm dare to say I won't. It's, I just keep because like I'm such a, also like a you know a football guy and MMA guy in my brain. I'm like no, I, I have to win at anything I do. I'm like I'll show him. I'll suck his dick. You say I can't. Won't suck his dick. I'll suck his fucking dick. Well, well as long as you say no homo beforehand, then we're all good. Yeah, <laughs> that that that's the rule. You just have to say no homo, or else it. it yeah, if you, if you say that and you okay. and you close your eyes, we all know they don't count. Yeah, there you go. No eye contact. No eye contact. That's, a, that's what makes it half gay. <laughs> Looking at the act. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, dude. I think we, we talked about a lot of shit today. Um, yeah. Please uh, tell everybody where they can find your fucking amazing podcast. I was on this podcast. Go listen to that episode. But also, all the other episodes are great. Uh, please just plug away. Nice. Yeah. Well, you can find my band at A Common Crown. If you go to acommoncrown.com, we'll come up. We're on all major streaming platforms. Uh, we're going to be coming out with a CD hopefully early next year. I'm going to apologize for my dog. Bite this fucking thing. Buddy, go. He's probably going to start doing it again. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at K M A T O V C I K. You can find my podcast at uh, In Liberty and Health on all major streaming platforms. Um, I know it could be a little tricky to find sometimes, but if you find me on Twitter, you'll probably find my show. Um, I want to give a shout out to Adam and uh, Reed Coverdale for both being two huge supporters of my podcast. And, you know, it's been awesome. I've been trucking away at them. Uh, I guess I'll announce it kind of live here, but uh, we talked about Shane Hazel and Tho Bishop, but um, I will be hosting a debate between them on uh, the 16th. Ooh. So uh, for everybody tuning in, that's going to be something 
pretty fucking awesome. And I think it's a debate that a lot of people have been looking forward to for a long time. I told them both, Paul, shut their whiskey glasses because it's to be a night of spitting some hot Liberty fire. So yeah, in Liberty and Health, uh, Common Crown and K-M-A-T-O-V-C-I-K on Twitter. That's awesome. Hey, by the way, Shane has canceled on me like about three times doing my podcast. Fuck you, Shane. Do my fucking podcast. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe that, dude. He's awesome. I, I can't no, believe okay. no, no, it's, yeah. it's not. It's not his fault. It was just like scheduling and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. dude, I got you. Yeah, I'm that's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, but fuck you, Shane. <laughs> uh, again, Kyle, thanks for coming on. This is a fucking super fun episode. Awesome, uh, thanks dude. for everybody in the chat. Shannon, fucking Dickie, everybody else who's in there. Uh, every, again, everybody, just download the Porcupine, download Cult of Us. Come see me on the road when I'm doing stand-up and telling dick jokes to make you guys laugh. Uh, that is it for us. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.